Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Four Transplants in a Microphone. I don't know why I added the, but the. Four Transplants in a Microphone. Because you're about to talk about the Ohio State. Probably something like that. Well, we are coming live again, or we're recording live from the Hickory <laughs> Tavern in Burkdale Village, Burkdale Landing area up in Huntersville. So, Jack's Backyard. Woo! Um, literally. And so we had an episode that we spent some time on, and uh, that was all centered around end-of-the-year planning. And so we figured we would take that and extend it a little bit further to the the only thing that really matters above our businesses, which is fantasy football. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little fantasy football today. Yeah. This all seems like deja vu. I know. I know. I feel, I feel like we've had this here. conversation already. Some, right. Some producer forgot to hit the record button. Hopefully, hopefully it goes better this time. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> button? Um, I was looking for that, actually. <laughs> so as a Colts fan, the... Uh, they, they are not doing well. They're doing real bad so far. So I'm two much, feet into fantasy. Much bad. Much bad. All of the bad. I, they'll turn it around. They normally do. They'll they'll scrape their way into the playoffs, I'm sure. But I'm, I'm going into fantasy this year. And well, they are the AFC South, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, so. There's, we're in a... It's, I think it's a, both South Leagues are the dumpster fire of the NFL. It's pretty pretty true. Yeah, it's actually hard to argue against. Well, although now Tampa Bay's in the South, so... Well, Tampa's that, good, but the rest of that division kind of... Yeah, so that... Uh, but before, it was always like every team in the both AFC and NFC South was under 500. Yeah. yeah. And well, win the playoffs. That's the... And unfortunately, uh, somebody has to win those divisions. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's like the Giants, Eagles, Redskins, Cowboys division, too. Yeah. Um, Don't get me started on the Cowboys. Yeah. They, they'll they scrape in at 9-7 and seven in most years. I, I don't know. We've gotten off of fantasy now, but well, it's all football. It's fair. It's, it, they should fair just game. go to two... Like hockey, it's just east and west. I, I like hockey's format yeah. a lot. I do. Yeah. Just the top, top teams make it. Right. Right, you're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think fantasy, I've actually structured, when I've been the commissioner of fantasy leagues, that is how I structured it. The commish. <laughs> when I was the big commission, I worked corporately and had time to do all that nonsense. I drew like a ridiculous email recap. We had fun with it, but it takes a lot of time. Fantasy can be a second job. Yeah. Let yeah. alone being commissioner now. Yeah. yeah. I'm in two leagues and that's time consuming. It is. It's weird that it shouldn't be. Right. But if you really want to be good at it, it takes a lot of research to see what player. And it's finding that player. Everyone can get a Josh Allen or whoever. Right. That's easy. Every, those are just, you know what, you should have those guys. But to find, to be the, the league champ, you have to find the player that was that unforeseen yep. player. I, I had a guy that hunt. The first, hunt. Yeah, the first year he was on the Chiefs. Yeah. I just picked him up. And I had him playing, and his first game was like oh, 40 points or something like that. And they're like, "How did?" I was like, "Hey, I'm good." <laughs> Respect well, the I, master. I think that's what it, what it always comes down to is like you win you win your league in rounds like you know six through like ten. Yeah. You know, like in that area, and it's when you find the player that's value they outperform their value tremendously. I mean, Josh Allen, whether he goes and scores 550 points or 495 you're going to get him in the first round because you're going to draft him for that range it's like that one player that it's like that tight end that comes out of nowhere and then all of a sudden like it's 10 breaks points records. a game yeah, yeah breaks records and stuff yeah and I, 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 it's funny it's always the great debate is how to draft and it always was quarterback first years Pantsless ago is always my vote yeah well no, not, <laughs> that's not your vote for you, everything yeah not how you draft 
who you draft. Oh, I, is there a draft? You know, I actually <laughs> feeling the draft. I feel like the players that can kill you the most are like the tight ends, the you know, like the second running back, the second receiver. Yeah, those players will kill you because those are the ones that get four points when you're down by four points. Yeah. You know, it's like they just underperform that day. It's if I can get a player that consistently gets ten to twelve points a week, I don't need forty points. Well, that's the consistency is the name of the game in fantasy. Yeah, and they're, they're like, there's always the waiver option who like somebody out there didn't get drafted but will be top ten. Yeah, Which, every single year that somebody will do it. And I picked up. Matter of fact, it was just sitting there. It was the uh, something a Saint Brown. Amonra St. Brown last year? No, this year. For Detroit. He didn't get drafted in your league? No, no, I got him on waivers. He was like a fourth-round pick for me. Yeah, no, didn't get drafted. He's been great. Well, and the thing is, is that is another big thing, is how many people are in your league. And are they intelligent? No, it doesn't even matter. I just, there, you can go, like, we have a 10-person league, and there's always players. I'm in a 12-person league. Yeah, 12 is a different story. No players. Yeah. I mean, none. You get lucky if you can get a player that averages five points a week. That's I, I, Like, I've been in a 14-team league, too, and, like, you're going for the backup running back yeah. as your flex position to hope that the normal the running back is tired yeah. <laughs> or, or, or gets hurt, but you hope that he falls in the end zone and six points is like, oh, I just won the week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think those bigger leagues are... They, they are definitely more complicated because the way 12 teams in there just makes it like so different yeah. in the draft. Well, you figure 12 teams that there's 10 players on the team, you just lost 20 players. Yeah. And 20 players is huge in the NFL. I mean, that's the difference between having a guy who can score 10 consistently yeah. or who guy, like you said, may play that week. Right. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. I, it's, it's interesting that, that I actually won tied one of the years in that 12-person league, and I have come in pretty close second. I just cannot catch a break in that league. Yeah. It's always, always a problem. Like, I'm lucky if I can get a player that is going to give me points. Yeah. I always got a person that goes down. I, yeah. Yes, everybody's going to have some that. Just hopefully it's not an important person. Right. Well, so where, where is your historical track record of success been? Is it... The family league, my name is... Two-time champ. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Out of how many years? <laughs> Two. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Going into three. Yeah. Okay. But my league stat, so all the time I played on Yahoo, I'm a gold. I have far more wins than losses. Okay. And then the ESPN one, it's the same thing. It keeps track of your career. Oh, I didn't so, even know that. Okay. Yeah. Like the Yahoo one for sure does. Your, it's got year-over-year data. Yeah. Oh, go on. <laughs> Jack, put your um. shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> Once Brian puts his pants back on. I, I'm normally, I've won once, and that is it. I'm always in the playoffs. I think I think once I've been, like, the bottom of the league, but I'm always, like, okay in the playoffs and going to, but right. I just don't put enough time and I'm not lucky enough. Right. Well, my pay league, the the one that I would say matters the most, that that one, for, th- for the last three years, I've come in second. Yeah. And I've had, for the last three years, the best team through the whole regular season. And then I get beat in the championship game. Classic. Three years in a row. Classic. I'm literally the Bills. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It could be a good year to be the Bills, though. Yeah, yeah I, I think the Bills, if, if they keep the way they're playing. I have Josh Allen and Diggs. 
and those two alone are worth 50 points or more. Diggs had 49 points last yeah. week. Yeah, my buddy was playing against Diggs on a Monday night and had like a comfortable 35-point lead. He's like, yeah, this will be fine. I got a kicker and a 35-point. He lost. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember the only time I've had that monster comeback, I was down by 51 points. Wow. And it was the year Vic got like 55 points in one game. Michael Vick? Yeah. Wow. Got, and I won being down 51 points. And it was against my cousin. I'm like, ah, suck. You thought you had that in the back. <laughs> so the, the, the one time I did, first time I ever won that league, it was the year I think I was drafting like fourth or something overall. And it was when Priest Holmes the year prior had like broken his neck or a vertebrae in his neck and like was debating on whether he was even going to come back. And I took him with my fourth pick. And then I took this other running back for Baltimore, Jamal Lewis. And that year he rattled off 2000 yards rushing. Wow. And so I had priest Holmes who set the NFL record for touchdowns in a season that year. And Jamal Lewis, who basically was like the first person to go over 2000 in a long time. And that was my stable of running backs. And I had picked up Mark Bulger and that was, just as my backup because I had Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner went down. Bulger went on to like be the next Kurt Warner, you know? I So that was an, a very easy season for me. I know like, I know Kurt Warner of those names. Jack. Priest Holmes, you don't? <laughs> and that sounds familiar. Okay. Well, he was the Chiefs running back, but and Jamal Lewis was for the Ravens. I mean, he just steamrolled people like 250 pound running back, kind of like Derrick Henry. Okay. He was the Derrick Henry before Derrick Henry. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Jamal Lewis. All right. Did you really say you didn't know who Kurt Warner really was? No, that's, I, Kurt Warner was the only one that I knew of that list. The greatest show on turf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Kurt, when Kurt wound up getting replaced, Bulger became the quarterback for, for the Rams and basically ran the same offense, but you just never knew who he was up until he And he started. had time to run the, the Boston mob, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, um, wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, those are that that that's those are chances that you take. Like I picked up Priest Holmes, thinking like, okay, the worst case is I lose again this season, or he comes back to like his form from two years ago, where he led the league in rushing. Yeah. And he comes back and sets the NFL touchdown record. He had like twenty six touchdowns that season. Insane. Yeah. Well, and I remember picking up Josh Allen in the first year he was in the league, and I don't know, did he came out the same time? Murray did. I think they were. No, yeah. him, and, him and Mahomes. No. Mm. No, Mahomes was a year before, before him. Yeah. Yeah. So I picked up Allen and I had Murray. And Murray was killing it, but Josh Allen was doing better. And that's just one of those fluky fantasy things. Yeah. Where it's like you just go. And I'm a Cardinals fan. I wanted I wanted Murray to do well. And, right. he, and he was. Yeah. It just, Allen was killing it. Then I could then have to root against the Cardinals to yeah. have my fantasy. Is anyone else getting that conundrum where uh, yep. my team's going to win, but then it'll lose my fantasy? Uh, yeah. I don't know which one to root for. <laughs> Real versus fantasy team. Yeah, that's why I said I'm going all in on fantasy this year because the Colts yeah. are not starting strong. <laughs> right. That's, I, I have that conundrum in baseball. Baseball I'm a lot better at in fantasy. Yeah. So I only play football. I don't. Uh, most never people, played yeah. fantasy. I, I like fantasy baseball. And we did the, was it Rotary? Yeah. I actually like that one where it's just a collection of points for the week. I like that better than categories. Yeah. 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 I mean, you had your categories, but you like the pitchers would be an accumulation of the week. 
Yeah. So you had your starters, your, your relief, and all that stuff. So I I really like because that was now more of a strategy thing. Right. I like that it's like you check it every day. It takes two yeah. seconds. Yeah. You check it every day, put your pitchers in, and you're done. Fantasy football, I get like there's only games so many days of the week. Yet every single day of the week, I'm stressing over who to start. Yeah. And it's so unnecessary. Have you ever done college? No. I haven't either. I just no. wondered because, like, that would be hard because the games are, like, on, like, every day of the week. Yeah. You know, that would different, be, yeah. So how would, I wouldn't even know, like, which week I'm in. Right, right. But, I mean, at least the NFL, like, you've got, they have different times during parts of the season. But basically, it's Thursday night, Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday night. And that's really right. Uh, and yeah, and it's everything is Sunday. Yeah, and really, when games. you set your lineup on Thursday, the way the NFL is set up, because of course it's really about gambling and making money, they have to announce like what? Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the basically their player injury updates. Yeah, and they can't. They they actually have to like you can't use that as like a smokescreen. Right. And so they have to release them. So even by Thursday, when you're getting ready for the Thursday night game, you have a pretty good idea who's playing on Sunday or. Here's the one guy I gotta keep checking in on. Yeah, type of thing. It's so I always wondered that, like, because from from a pure we're trying to win this game perspective, why on earth would you let anybody know who's questionable, who's out, who? And it's oh, because people are betting on the game. Yeah, <laughs> and and they originally like, I know the Patriots were notorious for this, where they would every week they would list Tom Brady as questionable. Yeah. And, and that way they do that with some of their players, so you'd never know who was actually questionable versus not. Classic Patriots. Yeah, and, and that, that made a lot of uh, people in the NFL circles very unhappy because then, you know, people will bet based on that information. Right. And then they're like, well, I mean, Tom Brady's questionable, so we got to lower the, the spread on that, and I don't know. Yeah. So who was your sketchy. biggest number one... Or top draft pick bust. Mine, this is an older player, but Fred Taylor from Jacksonville Jaguars. He broke out one year and had like 1,500 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns. And I had like the sixth overall pick, somewhere in the middle where I didn't have like a great spot. And I picked him as my number one. I think he may have played two games all season. And, and it hurt. went... Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, literally, it was like that. Like, two games into the season, he's out for the year. What about you, Jack? I was trying to think. Todd Gurley has screwed me over. Trent Richardson. I think we got... I think the Colts got him from, like, 2018, maybe? 20, no, that's not right. 2014, maybe? I don't know. And he was awful in real life and even worse in fantasy. And I, yeah. I think I drafted him pretty high because he was supposed to be the next big thing. There's a Colts. All right, this is all good. Terrible. Mine was last year. Oh, he gets the... He gets the button. (laughs) Mine was... Was it last... Yes, it was last year's draft, and I can't think of his name right now, but it was on the Saints, the receiver that ended up not playing. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Didn't play the whole freaking season and he's killing it this year <laughs> yeah and i didn't pick him up because i was like yeah i don't want to go through that again yeah but Derek henry is who i drafted in the first round this year and one of my teams and that's looking pretty chummy right there yeah it's not he's great. got 100 yards rushing in two games total yeah he didn't do anything against buffalo last mm-hmm. night or whatever night they played yeah. yeah was it monday night yeah yeah he looked like a 
He looked like a regular dude out there trying to get through that. And you know, I, I always, so I'm, I'm bigger on the eye test. And basically that means if I saw the Browns play them, I would kind of gauge, okay, here's the Browns defense and here's what they did against them. And they didn't play Derrick Henry last season. They played him two years ago, but they held him to like 45 yards rushing. And, and I was just like, you know, to, in my, my eye test is, I see him like running down the field untouched, mowing people over when, yeah. when I'm not watching the game. But then I watch the game and it's like, it seems like he just sits there and, and putters until there's like a hole to run through. So if there was no hole, he just kind of sits there and dances. And then, you know, the Browns would get to him. That's the thing about like, so again, being Colts fan, we play him twice a year. Yeah. And he'll have 30 rushes and 27 of them will be for like three yards or less. And then he'll break off two for 60-plus. And so his stats are amazing. And, like, don't get me wrong. Derrick Henry's a pretty good running back overall. Yeah. Does he always show up as, like, the number one draft pick that he's made out to be? No. Yeah. I mean, and he came off of an injury from last year. So, yeah. right. so he got, what, hurt at the very end of the year? Yeah. yeah. I had him last year, and he lit it up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Until he, until he didn't. Until yes. he didn't. And that would be the difference between first and second. That's yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Team names. What do you guys – I have – I've never been great at team names. I've got two like city-based ones this year, but I, I don't know. I had a city-based one, but I can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What, ne- what team names well, can my, we say that are funny? Mine, one of mine that I've had in this pay league, I've had it since the beginning. Um, the team name is Big Sexy, and I have like my my icon or my my logo, and it. I don't know where I found it, but somebody sent it to me one time, and was just like, "This is your team," and it was literally this like big Greek guy on the beach, hairy as could be, with one of those huge orthodox crosses hanging down <laughs> off of his neck. He's all greasy and oiled up in a Speedo. And I was like, that's my guy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that became Big Sexy right there. Yeah. Okay. That's different from Bartolo Colon. That's, uh, <laughs> that's very different. I had league champion, and I did that the first game, and ended up winning the championship. Speak it into there. existence, yeah. yeah. And then the the little logo is why you mad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I I always find myself drafting from precarious situations. I was at one of the leagues that I've been in for a while now. I was in LA at the time and like happened to be at a bar. I was like, oh crap, I forgot about the time difference. So I was at a bar and I was just talking with the bar people that were next to me. And they ended up drafting for me. So my picture, I forget what my team name was that year, but my picture was the people that drafted with me at the bar. Nobody knew anything about fantasy. I think I made three picks. I came in like third that year, though. This year I had to draft from a plane. Well, I think, too, the draft tools for these sites are almost so good that even if you let it auto-draft your team, you're going to have a good team. I almost want to just do an auto-draft team and and compare that again. I have the one paid league I'm in. I've I've had to auto-draft every year. I actually had a team. Why? Because you couldn't keep an internet connection? No, no, no. I just... It'd be bad for the IT guy. Something <laughs> happened. I was out of town or whatever. I just didn't have yeah. access to the draft. And I've auto-drafted that team. I actually had a team one year where... I think I won that year, and it was team auto-draft because it it got auto-drafted. Yeah. Their auto-draft is good. It got pretty smart pretty quickly. Well, all the auto-draft does is pick the most highest ranked player that's available at that well, time. Well, it's also based on your needs, too. Yeah, it'll, so it'll like, if you've got three running backs already in the stable and no wide receivers, it'll, even if a running back's the next highest, it'll go to a receiver. It'll go to the best receiver available, yeah. You know what I do at the end of all my drafts? 
after I have my team and I have a couple of backups, I draft every single either running back or wide receiver left. So so there's no <laughs> running backs or receivers left. So, so I'll just pick one position and draft every single one that's to fill up my bench. Wow. You're a jerk. <laughs> so I was listening to this on the radio. It was actually about fantasy football today, but it was uh, this guy bo- guy broke up with his girlfriend. And apparently she, when she got on her phone, still had access to his fantasy team. Uh-oh. And for revenge, she decided to overnight release everybody on his team and replace them with other players. And it was pretty classic. With, with the, she, she replaced his quarterback, I, they didn't say who it was, with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. So she went through and strategically found players that, like Larry Fitzgerald. Like, yeah. They're still in there, but they're clearly not on a team. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty cold. That's hilarious. So he locked, all his guys got picked up by his buddies. <laughs> mess, he can mess with a lot of things, not the fantasy team or the dog. <laughs> don't mess with a man's dog and don't mess with his fantasy. <laughs> so there you go. But uh, I thought that was like a really cool uh, revenge, I guess, plot. Yeah, that's <laughs> Kaepernick. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that hurts more in more ways than one. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I've had people that, like, don't really know fantasy. Because, like, the players who are retired, maybe not technically, like, they sign a one-day contract. They're, you can still draft them, technically. Yeah. So one guy... Draft Brett Favre still. Oh, that's the thing. Like, yeah. it, it was two or three years after this guy retired, and the one guy who was, like, drafting, he's like, oh, my... Like, this is the one player I know, and nobody's drafted him yet. Sixth round with a 70th pick, I picked LaDainley and Tomlinson. Who's been retired for three years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely gets the, oh, it's not on that screen anymore. <laughs> Damn. That was, that was actually more fitting to, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that same thing when he found out they were, he didn't play anymore. Exactly. We were like, oh, dude, that's a funny pick. Oh, crap, he actually picked him. <laughs> no, no. That is pretty good. My last draft pick, I picked the last person on the, the list. Mr. The, irrelevant. Yeah. The, the very last, the, whatever the bottom one. I even said at the beginning of the draft, I got, what's his name, whatever it was, unlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got him queued up. Projected for the least amount of points possible. He's no, like, I didn't think he played. He was like yeah. oh. at the very bottom of the list. <laughs> and the funny thing was with this guy's team, his team scored 1.3 points in his fantasy week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So she she did apparently get him somebody who got a touch. Yeah, so maybe one reception. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's funny. The last thing to tie this into Charlotte before we close, I found that fantasy is a pretty good way to like keep in contact with people that didn't transplant. I, I do too. I yeah. Still, all my hockey buddies. That's the one paid league I'm in. A lot of them are in that. Yeah. So I still am in contact with them. Once a year, I get. Are you still in this year? <laughs> right. Well, and right. What's cool? So my my league is predominantly people in like Ohio and Michigan. But what's interesting is I got recruited into that league in 2003. There's only one other person in that league that was there when I got there and is still in it now. And uh, his team name's Donkey Punch. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. It's weird. It's like, you know, the coaching tree, like, oh, you know, you can see like Bill Parcells and all the coaches. Yeah, yeah. We the league is set up. It's like he and I have a coaching tree, but it's like a player tree. Yeah, yeah. And like half the people in the league are all people that I brought in over time and he brought the other half. So it's just kind of interesting because, oh, sorry. It's not like a, 
you know, like it's not the standard group of guys that just hung out and stuck with it. We've actually had to replace people with new people and yeah. stuff like that. So that's funny. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fantasy. The one of the thing I'm not. There's been new people added that are kind of closer friends in the paid league, and they get into the like they buy the shirt for like whoever came in last. And, like I suck at fantasy. And it's got a big unicorn, a rainbow. <laughs> Yeah, I love, hearing, I love hearing some of the things that people do when they lose that, that I, they have to do. I've heard some, actually, the bartender here at Tickery, at Tickery Havern, Havern, Hickory Tavern, ooh, that was tough. She's in a league where the loser has to do an open mic night, but everybody else in the league writes the jokes, and they don't get to see the jokes before going on stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I awesome. would die. I've heard of the one. This, is, this actually ended up going, like, I don't know, viral on Twitter or something, but one of my friends back years and years and years ago was you had to spend 24 hours straight in a Waffle House. Do you guys hear this? Yeah. 24 hours straight in a Waffle House, but for every waffle that you ate, it took off half an hour. It was one of the most creative ones I had ever heard of. Yeah. And then it ended up going viral like a year or two later. But some of those last place punishments are just cruel. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've ever actually come in last. I mean, I know I've been down at the bottom, but I, I was like trying to think because our league has never had a like a last place penalty. Yeah. But we do have like different awards like and we have like you have your champions bracket. And so that's your top four teams. Then they have a consolation bracket. So that's your next four teams. And then you have the toilet bowl and you can oh. actually win money winning the toilet bowl. Oh, that's interesting. And our consolation bracket, because this is a keeper league, and so you can keep people drafted fourth round and later, you know, for the next season, so they can't be your top, top tier people. That's a good rule. But the winner of the consolation bracket, I think, gets to be the seventh select. And that the reason is, is that's one of the first ones that gets a fourth round pick. Gotcha. So they get an opportunity to get a, a much higher pick for the first protectable player. That's cool. Yeah. That's and smart. so there is actually reason like they try to win that. Plus, you get money for it, but people try to win that that one to see. Yeah, I like keeping the people engaged throughout the season. That's yeah. tough. That's tough. So, yeah, once you're so far out of it, it's like eh. yeah. Then like, I can only hope to spoil it for someone who's in first. Right. <laughs> yeah. I like the weekly win. Like if you score the most points in that week, you get twenty bucks or like whatever your buy-in is, like ten percent of it, just to like just to keep everybody because anybody can have a great week that they just go off. That could be their only win. Right. But you still got some money back and keeps you in the game. Yeah, that that paid league, I always lose by five points. I could have the greatest week I've ever had, five points lost. I'm yeah. like, right. come on. Yeah. How always does everyone second. come to play me? Right. <laughs> it's the consistent, always a bridesmaid, never a bride kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Just that league. I get. Just that league. Yeah. Well, with that, we thank the Hickory Tavern again. I think they yep. actually do fantasy football drafts here, too. They do. I'm uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, but, you can have your draft here. You can get a gift card. And yeah. Commissioner and all that. Yeah, kinda that's cool. right. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Good, good to do. Oh, I mean, you can have a bunch of guys in or guys and girls in drinking and eating wings. I mean, that's yeah, kind of a tradition. You can even do a podcast. Can. Can even do a podcast. <laughs> that's right. On that. fantasy football. Right. Cool. And with that, we sign off. All right. If I had a perfect day, I would have it start this way. Open up the fridge and have a tall boy. Yeah. Let me